Welcome to Bill and Frank's Guilt-Free Pleasures. If you haven't listened to today's song, which is Gregory Abbott's Shake You Down, what I want you to do right now is pour yourself a nice full-bodied glass of red wine. Set up your streaming service or possibly buy this from iTunes or go to your local record store and find that vinyl. You spin it or stream it or whatever you need to do. You listen. And then pour yourself another glass and you listen to Bill and Frank's Guilt-Free Pleasures. And then pour yourself a third glass and you think to yourself, hmm, I'm going to call that girl I liked or guy I liked in high school. You're going to call him up on the phone, but you're not going to profess your love. You're going to say, hey, listen, why don't you listen to Bill and Frank's Guilt-Free Pleasures? Rate, review, and subscribe. Wow, that was... Uh... That was an intense, intense opening. Well, when the song demands it, I have no choice but to follow the muse. Yeah, so today, Shake You Down, Gregory Abbott. I feel like I could just say that, have people listen to the song, and that would be the episode. Intense, beautiful, beautiful song. I hadn't listened to this in maybe 30 years. Yeah. And you brought it up. So this is basically an emergency session. We had plans, but Gregory Abbott demanded that we shake you all down. When when Gregory Abbott grabs you by the heart and tells you that you need to talk about his song, you do what Gregory Abbott says. It's a beautiful, smooth, full-bodied song. Right on, Frank. So let's uh, let's dive into uh, the man, the song, the legend uh, a bit here. Gregory Abbott, he's not your dentist, like the name would possibly suggest, but he's a, an American singer-songwriter. And this song is the first single off of his debut album, which he self-produced and recorded. And it went to number one. In January of 1987. This is akin to your first at-bat in your rookie season of baseball and hitting a grand slam. And uh, unfortunately for Gregory Abbott, didn't really get a lot of other uh, A little hits. bit of a slump after that. Yeah, a little, little bit of slump. I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a double and a couple singles in there, but uh, when, when, when you come out of the blocks... Okay, I'm using too many sports metaphors, but when, when, when you come out of the blocks with a, with a song like this... It's really, really tough to follow up. I would also say, I, I mean no disrespect. There's no need to follow up. You put something out there. You put a song like this out into the universe. You're, you've done what you need to do. From yeah. there on, it's fine to just, you keep being the artist you are. He's still recording. He's got a functioning website, yeah. uh, gregoryabbott.com. Mm-hmm. You can go there. You can find his tours, music, all this stuff, blog, which I was reading today. 
So he's still active. Yeah, he's still releasing uh, releasing music. Uh, 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 in uh, 2021, he's he's released a couple of singles, I believe. Do you want to hear some trivia? Yes. Did you know that his cousin is Diane Abbott De Niro, Robert De Niro's first wife? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So from seven, she was his wife from 76 to 88. So there you go. Wow. Okay. Well, I we we, we just got to dive into the song. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In terms of a guilt-free pleasure, this is basically a perfect guilt-free pleasure. So every ingredient that would go into a guilt-free pleasure is contained in this song. Even it's lacking one thing. You're, you're going to bring that up. Because, yeah. But it's substituted with something else that makes it just perfect. Yeah. So I, th- I think uh, our listeners all know that Bill and I are all about the sax life. But there's no saxophone in this song, but it's replaced with a harmonica. And it's just like, well, just listen to it right here. Like it's just perfect in that song. The sax would be great but the harmonica is perfect. And the harmonica, I believe, our frequent listener, Mike, sent me a message and he said, it's a chromatic harmonica, which would be like almost for like some of those Stevie Wonder songs. Oh, okay. And that's why a chromatic harmonica will work to replace the sax. Whereas like a Bob Dylan harmonica is throwing ice water on, on the mood. Yeah. And right into your full-bodied glass of wine, spill it all over your clothes, and it's over. Yeah, I don't think uh, Bob Dylan would uh, would pull this song off terribly well. No, not at all. He doesn't even pull his own songs off terribly well. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not the live versions anyways, when I've seen them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, classic beginning to a guilt-free pleasure song. This is a guy telling a woman that he's been watching her. From so far across the floor now, baby. Yeah, you know, it could begin almost with a bit of a menacing sort of line. But the way it's sung, you realize he's, he's, he's got no ill intentions. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of guilt-free pleasure songs that kind of sound a bit stalkerish by nature. But I think that Gregory Abbott is so smooth. This is the smoothest guilt-free pleasure we've done so far. Yeah, I would think so. I, w- I would think that uh, this song, it kind of uh, falls in the same genre, like The Quiet Storm, the sort of smooth R&B the, of the Freddie Jacksons and Luther Vandrosses of the time. I would, all, I would say that this is a perfect example of a Quiet Storm song. Nice. That's great. So that first verse, he tells the girl he's been watching her from across the floor, which is nothing new. Oh, no, I've watched girls from across the floor all the time. And he's watched her so many times before. Sees that look in her eyes and what it's telling him. And you know I'm not shy. I'm glad you picked up on my telepathy. Telepathy? Telepathy. I see that look in your eyes. And what it's telling me. And you. Up on my telepathy now, baby. 
I think this song is is as much about clairvoyance as it is about getting with the girl you want at the at the club. Yeah, and I mean this would explain because he's a bit of a higher uh, higher educated uh, man coming into the game, uh, as you'll you're going to explain. But after he says, tele- is it telepathy? He telepathy. Says, his immediate next line is, you read my mind, which I appreciate as a reader. He just defined what uh, that word means. Yep. You see, which is why I think it's a song about clairvoyance. The man's a psychic. <laughs> he is. Or he, she's a psychic. Yeah, she's a psychic. Yeah. In his mind. That's right. In his, oh, yeah, that's deep. I can bit of a paradox he says come on let me take you down we'll go all the way to heaven now i don't know about you but i usually think of heaven as being up in the sky i think he's talking about something a little more carnal here bill okay all it's, right uh, uh billboard magazine released a statement back in uh, back in the 80s and uh, said that the subject of the song is actually sex so oh really yes oh well, that makes sense now. Yeah, not quite as wholesome as as uh, as you would think there. Well, it's uh, it's within a, a certain genre of song, that's for sure. Exactly. I mean, the the lyrics kind of just follow that that same sort of uh, um, same pattern, right? It's you know, I'm going to shake you down, I'm going to take you to heaven. That that's the uh, that's the sort of trajectory of the song, but there are little pieces. In the, in, the, in the song, and the song and his voice is so smooth, and he drops in the song. It's almost like a little bit of a throw-off, but it's just, he has the, oh, well, oh, well, and it, it just suits the song so perfectly. It, it's that little accent into the music. Oh, well, well. But then there's also, he has that silky smooth voice, but then he drops it into a growl every now and again, and you, you can hear that, um, you We'll play a little little example of it right here, but it's just it really gets you right down deep in the bones, and it really you really feel this song that way. Let me ease your mind, oh babe. The thing with his voice is he can he can go super high, and then he growls low. Yeah. Then he goes smooth. Like, what can't he do? That's incredible. The range is is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? It, it's just such a it's such a uh, diverse song with what he's doing with his voice on it. And incredibly confident. Yes. This is his first single and yes. he's coming out like a champion of the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know you So we we've had uh, we've had a, a baseball metaphor, a uh, a track metaphor, and was that a professional wrestling or professional boxing? I was metaphor? going boxing. Okay, yeah, but cool. uh, this does hit you like a body slam. Yeah. So when I hear the oh well well, mm-hmm. that's when I immediately knew the song, and then everything flooded back. Yep. Once I heard Shake You Down and the background vocals, and it just brought me back. I don't know what the time was, but 
I've heard this so many times. Yes. So whether it was playing in the background or where, where wherever it was playing, I immediately come back to it. And I just didn't even know what era it was from. Yeah, because uh, I thought it was early 90s. Me too. Uh, but then it you actually research it, 86. I think this song really transcends time. I think if you put it out right now, it still plays. Challenge to Gregory Abbott. We need this. 2021 needs Shake You Down. I want a re-release of this song. I want to, I want to see it climb the charts again. Yes, I do. Now give me just a little time. All right, we got to talk about what happens in this song because he hits those verses. The verses are pretty much just telling you exactly, girl, I've been missing you. Mm -hmm. Girl, I've been watching you. Yep. And then... Not at all creepy. No, not at all. Because it's so smooth. That's right. And then he throws down the spoken word portion yeah suddenly comes out like oh yeah this is what they do in r&b songs often is that spoken word part because we talked about this with boys to men where they they really hit it but i but yep. it, they're com- it's coming out of this rich tradition yes girl i've been missing you and you know it's funny every time i get to feeling this way i wish i had you near me I want to reach out and touch you. So he he hits the spoken word part, and then he jumps into that different type of vocal styling afterwards. Yeah, so there's the spoken word part, and then the the bridge. If because um, there's it's almost like a pre-bridge because there's another bridge. No, I would say that there's a that's the bridge, and then there's a post bridge, if you can call it that, which comes later. But yeah, that that uh, that nice little uh, interlude, a little more, a little more rhythmic little yeah. i don't even know what the word is for it but it's it's just it just fits everything just fits in this song he he's digging deep so i mean he he talked about in interviews traditions that he's he's kind of reaching into because mm-hmm. he's he's a dual citizen of antigua as well as um, united states yeah and so he's got the sort of caribbean flavor that he can draw on and then he has all the sort of rich r&b tradition that he's taken in and I think it comes from a family of musicians. That- I think so too. Yeah, or at least they very much encouraged uh, encouraged him to uh, to, to pursue, pursue mu- music. Yeah, and so you, it's all kind of coming together in this. And so in modern songs, at least songs in the '90s and onwards, I would think you would employ somebody to do that spoken word part. Possibly could be a rap or whatever. You'd yeah, employ that. Then you'd have you could have someone else jump in in that next part, and then you you do you you stay in your lane. Yeah, but he's taking his car. He's moving into different lanes, but he's not swerving around. He's hitting the blinker. He's checking behind. Moves into a lane. Blinker. Check behind in a lane. Blinker back into the next lane. You know what? It's safe, but it's exhilarating at yeah. the same time. You know why? Because he's got this on cruise control. Wow. Right from right from sports to highway driving, this is this is a we're all over the place here. This is fantastic. Yeah, we're we're, hit, we're hitting on all cylinders. Yes. <laughs> I can't stop thinking of the things we do. The way you call me, baby, when I'm holding you. I shake and I shiver when I know you're near. Then you whisper in my ear, oh baby, where where? 
So, so yeah, we, we have that, we have that bridge, which brings us back into the, into the chorus, but then there's one of my favorite parts of the song. It's, it's really tough to pick a favorite part of this song because it's almost perfect, but there's the, the nursery rhyme verse or whatever you want to call the eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Come on, girl, let's start the show. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm going to rock the town for you. What a way to end a song, right? Yeah. Like just, um, I, I don't even, I, I, by the time he gets to that, it's like, okay, I don't even know where to go with this. This is incredible. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, uh, I want to offer him something. So we know you've done some research. He's an academic. Yeah. He's a, he's an English professor. That's yeah. So he has a, he has a master's, he had a master's and then he had done all his doctoral, uh, coursework before mm-hmm. he got into, um, music. Yeah. But I'm not sure if he ever got his doctorate. So, on behalf of Bill and Frank's Guilt-Free Pleasures, I would like to confer a doctorate of Guilt-Free Pleasures to Gregory yeah. Abbott. Yeah, doctorate of uh, Guilt-Free Pleasures specializing in sexiness. Okay, so uh, speaking of which, mm-hmm. which I don't know if this is speaking of which, Think about where you would most likely hear this song. Would you hear it at a supermarket? Would you hear it at a waiting room office? Like, say, in a dentist chair or waiting at the doctor's? Or would you hear this in between innings at a baseball game? See, I have such high regard for this song. I really don't want to hear it in any of those places. Is it too hot for the waiting room? I think it might be. If if you're remembering the song from memory, mm-hmm. you don't ask. It's not that sexy of a song. But then when you listen to it, it really is. This is that full-bodied glass of red wine with candles burning song. Yeah. I don't think you could listen to this song without having a roaring fire. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. In a ski lodge. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, where, that's where I want to hear this. You're not going to be there, Bill. No. Sorry. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I'll, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Could Boys to Men or Color Me Bad cover this song? <clears throat> well, the, the, the spoken word part would be great done by, by bass in uh, yeah. Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Boys to Men have, I mean, they're boys to men, but I don't know if they have the maturity. Right. That you need for this song. I don't think Color Me Bad has it either. I can only think of one person who would have nailed this song. Who's that? Marvin Gaye. Yes. It's right in his wheelhouse. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. This is, yeah, this is, this is Marvin Gaye-esque, this song. Well, I guess that would be, maybe the primary place he's drawing from would be a Mar, because he's got, that's all the Mar, the Marvin Gaye. I mean, I don't remember Marvin Gaye growling, but that, those high notes is yeah. definitely a Marvin Gaye. Yeah style yeah we often talk about the the videos for for these songs that we feature here the video really 
there's not a whole lot going on, but it's perfect for this song, I find. Yeah. It's just like a scrolling uh, scene of uh, of Gregory Abbott interspersed with female singers, musicians, lovers, whatever they, they may be. And it just, it really suits the song so well. But the one thing that I really picked up mm-hmm. on the, uh, on the, uh, the video is that stare. Oh yeah. With the steely intensity of a Siberian Husky from a Jack London novel. My goodness. It just gets you. Girl, I've been watching you. I didn't realize it, but now when I see those eyes, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. And girl, I've been watching you. I'm like, I would melt. Yeah. If I was a girl being watched by that, yes. Yeah. If he comes in here and just stares at us, you got the podcast. I hope you sing, Gregory, when you come join us. Yeah. But those eyes, man, I can, I don't have any telepathy working. (laughs) It's all his telepathy. (laughs) Yeah, telepathy, yes. Red telepathy. <laughs> uh, I, I, I have a concern in the video, but maybe you can help explain it. The, the video doesn't move from left to right. It moves from right to left. Is that correct? Yes. Now, here's the thing. Going from right to left, that means when it's coming from the right, that's entering stage left. And you know who enters in stage left? Villains. Villains enter stage left. And so that video threw me off because I'm like, why is it moving in that direction? It made me uncomfortable. I did not know that villains enter stage left. Yeah. He's uh, got a literature degree. Yeah. So he would know this. He would know this. But he didn't direct the video. No. You would think he would, you know, maybe pick up on that and say, hey, I'm no villain. Yeah. We shift it the other way. Yeah. Um, issue, and I bring this up a lot of our 1980s songs, I can't find a real live version. I can only find lip-synced versions. So yeah. all those versions that are online are all from the lip-syncing era. So in that era, I don't know if you ever heard anyone sing live. Yeah, that's a, that's a little bit disappointing. Or li- at least anything that's broadcast for or recorded. I'm, I'm, well, I didn't go to any concerts in the 80s. I I wonder if they were all lip lip synced, sunked. I know at least one band would lip sync. Well, Middle Vanilli. Yeah, so <laughs> they had no choice. They had no choice. So I'm thinking back, like in the for the Gregory Abbott fans out there, nobody has gone to his show and just filmed him singing and then posted it online. So I don't know if he doesn't no allow boot, no bootleg copies, no bootleg Gregory Abbott out there. Hmm. So, open challenge to our listeners. I mean, I don't want you to bootleg and cost him any uh, royalties, but I would love to hear him sing live. So, if Gregory doesn't want to come here and sing for us, well, maybe... For the Winchester Tiny Pub concert series? Exactly. Maybe we can find a fan to do that for us. Yeah. To get a recording. Or maybe we could go see him ourselves if he's you know, comes to town. That's, that's probably a better idea. Yeah. Yeah. You can bring your wife. I'll find a date, I guess. Well, once Shaky Down comes on. Yeah. It's uh All bets are off then. Okay, so um I have a new category for you. Yep. If you were making a mixtape and the song was on it, what would the theme of the mixtape be? Oh. So full disclosure, every time I made a mixtape, it was for a girl that I liked. But you know, it was 
I thought I was being sly and and sort of uh, covert with my uh, my affection for for these girls. I, I I probably wasn't quite as slick as I, as I thought. This is a bold choice to put on a mixtape, and I Bill Hauser at any era. I don't know if I I th- maybe I'd throw I don't I don't know when I would throw this down, but if I'm going to put this on a mixtape, I need to bury this in the mix. No, I can't this leave. Is not, this is not your opener, and no. it's not your closer. Yeah, it could be a bonus track. As like, I'd pretend I'm joking. Yeah, even if I wasn't joking. Yeah, but I would pretend to be joking. Or you could put it in if so. You need a song to bridge into it, and then bridge out of it. Yeah. So well, there's a there's a great uh, there's a great scene in uh, the movie High Fidelity, and I haven't. Uh, the listeners will have to forgive me because I haven't actually read the book. Yeah. But uh, John Cusack's character is talking about making of a of a uh, of a perfect mixtape, and you start off with a with a with something that really grabs their attention, but you don't want to go too hard too fast, so you slow it down a little bit, and then you bring it back up on that third song. Yeah. I'm wondering what if this is a third song. Is this bringing it back up or slowing it down? This is bringing it back up. Ooh. See, I would think you could put a, a slow Stevie Wonder to kind of bridge in, mm-hmm. maybe. But I'm not even sure what Stevie Wonder I'd do. So it's a tough one to put Stevie Wonder next to anybody. Yeah. Maybe a Marvin Gaye, but Marvin Gaye has similar themes as well. Yeah. Whew. What would the theme of this, of this mixtape be? I don't know how it couldn't be um girl i've been watching you girl I've been, yeah i've been watching so that's a perfect name for the mixtape it is <laughs> so if you could begin with um well you could i mean so a way to do it kind of clever which would be my style of a mixtape mm-hmm. is uh maybe you'd open with stings every breath you take follow it with this song and then put somebody's watching me by rockwell so it kind of breaks the tension it's like oh that's really funny yeah or you could, or even uh, "Private Eyes" by yeah. uh, uh, Hollow Notes. Yeah, that'd be another good one, I think. Yeah, definitely can't avoid it being creepy. So you better better know who who you're throwing this down for. It yeah. have to be a friend. So you friend be, that you want more than just a friend. I think so. This is the, and this is then you could pull it off. Yeah. So, um, how many songs are you into your mixtape right now? It's uh, it's I'm. Three songs in. Okay. Well, there we go. Well, now we got four. Now we have four. <laughs> now, who's this mixtape for, though? That's the big question. Listener, you never know. Well, well. Very nice. Thank you. I'll just throw that in right now again. So, listener, I don't know how that full-bodied glass of red wine is going. Perhaps the bottle's already polished off. Maybe you've moved on to a nice glass of cognac. I hope you're doing what we're doing, which is taking that song and putting it on repeat. This has been Bill and Frank's Guilt-Free Pleasures. Just shaking you down. <laughs>